This is the Notable Speeches Podcast, and this week we are counting down our top five of 2021, our five most listened to programs. Today, number three, an address by U.S. Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri. Here's that program first posted on March 5th. This is the Notable Speeches Podcast. Thank you for listening. Today, an address from the 2021 gathering of CPAC, the Conservative Political Action Conference, held in Florida in late February. The speaker is U.S. Senator Josh Hawley, Republican of Missouri. Mr. Hawley is a fierce opponent of the alliance of what he calls radical liberals and the biggest, most powerful corporations in the history of the world, referring to such firms as information giant Google and social media companies Facebook and Twitter. You'll hear him talk about that in this speech. He also mentions why he and several other Republican senators objected on January 6th to the certification of the Electoral College vote from the 2020 general election. Such objections by members of Congress are not highly unusual. They are allowable under U.S. law and have occurred several times over the past 20 years or so. A quick bit of biography, Josh Hawley was born in Springfield, Missouri in 1979 and raised in the greater Kansas City area. He earned a bachelor's degree in history from Stanford University in 2002 and a law degree from Yale Law School in 2006. He later worked for the nonprofit Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty. In 2016, Mr. Hawley was elected to serve as the Missouri Attorney General. Two years later, he ran for a U.S. Senate seat and won at age 39. The annual CPAC gathering is one of the conservative movement's most popular events. It's been held annually since 1974. Here is U.S. Senator Josh Hawley speaking February 26th to the 2021 Conservative Political Action Conference held at the Hyatt Regency in Orlando, Florida. Hello, CPAC. How are you doing? Didn't anybody tell you that you're supposed to be canceled? You didn't get the memo. You're supposed to ask permission before you came here today. It's great to see you. It's great to be here among patriots. And I tell you what, can I just tell you, speaking of being canceled, the last six weeks, the radical left, their corporate allies, the liberal media have tried to cancel me, censor me, expel me, shut me down, stop me from representing the people of Missouri, stop me from representing you, and guess what? I'm here today, I'm not going anywhere, and I'm not backing down. Not a chance. Not a chance. And neither are you, am I right? You're not gonna back down. You're not going anywhere. I just wanna say to those people who say to us, Oh, you're the past. Your moment has passed. It's over. It's Joe Biden's America now. I just want to say, we're not the past. We're the future. We represent the future of this country. We represent the next generation of this country. We represent what's coming next. And there is no way that we're going to back down. We're not going to back down to the woke mob. We're not going to back down to the cancel culture. We're not going to be told what we can say or do. But listen, we've got to be honest, and we got to face the challenges that are in front of us. And I tell you what, you know this or you wouldn't be here. You know that we are facing a crisis in our country. This is one of the great moments of crisis in American history. We're facing a fight 
for the republic itself. And we are facing an unprecedented alliance of radical liberals and the biggest, most powerful corporations in the history of the world. They are standing together. You know who I mean. People like Google, Facebook, if you heard of them, Twitter. These companies have more power than any companies in American history, and they're allying with the radical left to try to impose their agenda on this country. They want to run this country, and if we don't do something, they are going to. And we've got a word for that. It's called oligarchy. And that's what we're facing in America right now, and we've got a basic choice. We can have a republic where the people rule, or we can have an oligarchy where big tech and the liberals rule, and that is the choice, that is the challenge that we face today. It's a perilous moment. We have to stand up and take our stand on the Constitution of the United States and the Declaration of Independence, because last time I checked, the Declaration of Independence said that our inalienable rights to life and liberty come from God and not from government. Is that right? I mean, am I forgetting something? And I also thought, last I checked, I thought that the Declaration said that our rights come from God, not from Google. Is that right? I mean, last I checked. But that's the fight of our time, to make the rule of the people an actual thing again, to restore the sovereignty of the American people. You know what? That's always been the fight. That's the fight of liberty. That's been the fight of liberty since the beginning of human history. You've always got a small group of people who think they know best and they ought to be in charge and they ought to be able to tell us what to think and do. And today that's the big corporations and the liberal elites. That's the oligarchy. And what are we fighting for? It's the same thing our founding fathers fought for. We're fighting for the rule of the people. We're fighting to be able to have our own say. We're fighting to be able to run our own government. We're fighting to have real self-government in America. And that's what we're about. You know, you can see where the oligarchs want to take us. Just look at the last two months. The last two months, the big tech corporations have deplatformed conservatives left and right, shut them up, shut them out, shut them down. Heck, they censored the president of the United States. If they can censor him, they can censor any American citizen. And I've got my own experience with this, unfortunately. You know, on January the 6th, I objected during the Electoral College certification. Maybe you heard about it. I did. I stood up. I stood up. And I said, I said, we ought to have a debate about election integrity. I said it is the right of the people to be heard, and my constituents in Missouri want to be heard on this issue. And so I did what, by the way, I did what our Democrat friends, my Democrat colleagues have done in every single election where a Republican president has won the last 20 years. Do you know they've objected to 11 different states in certifications over the last 25 years, three different presidential elections? So I did that, and I said, I want to have a debate on election integrity. And what was the result of that? Oh, I, you know what the result was. I was called a traitor. I was called a seditionist. The radical left said I should be resigned. And if I wouldn't resign, I should be expelled from the United States Senate. Well, as I said a moment ago, I'm not going anywhere. I'm staying right here. I'm going to stand up for you. 
Because if we can't have free and open debate in this country, we're not going to have a country left. If we can't have free and open debate according to the laws in the United States Senate, what good is the United States Senate? Why do you send anybody to Washington at all? I thought it was an important stand to take. And for that, the left has come after me. They've tried to silence me. They've canceled a book, a book I was writing called The Tyranny of Big Tech. These people have no sense of irony. <laughs> Still gonna get published, by the way. It'll be out soon. Not long to wait. They did all of that. It didn't work, but listen, that's, that's just, that's just a, a slice of what they've done. A lot of people have had it a lot worse. I mean, they've made lists of Trump voters. You know this. You can find online. Lists of Trump voters so they could go and try to punish them. One outfit in Washington's keeping a list of everybody who ever worked for Donald Trump, including White House interns, interns, to try to make sure they can never get another job in Washington again. I was struck by this story about a, guy, a gal named Kara Demoplin. She's just a, she's a, a lady with a business online. She does a, a consulting on how to get babies to sleep. Now listen, before you say, what do we care about that? I've got three little kids at home, <laughs> including a newborn. My baby Abigail, my wife and I welcomed her on November the 9th, so she's just over three months old. Thank you. So we're really interested in sleep. I can tell you, in the Holly household, we care about sleep. My wife knew of this gal, Kara Demoplin, who had a, a, an Instagram online thing where she counseled people on how to, how to get their babies to sleep. It was great. She had like 4 million followers. What happened? She supported Donald Trump. So what did they do? They came after her. They came after her, tried to shut down her accounts, tried to run her out of business. I just heard this morning, just this morning, that a, a Christian worship leader at a church in this country who has albums, worship albums he put out, he just got a call this morning from his corporate distributor, and they told him they're not going to distribute his next album. What was his sin? He supported Donald Trump in the election. This is what corporate America and the radical left is doing. This is what they're doing left, right, and center. And they're going to keep on doing it unless we do something about it. Now, the real question is, how do we get here? How do we get to this point that these oligarchs, these massive corporations in hock with the left can do what they're doing? And you know the answer to that. The answer is, is that the policy experts in Washington, D.C., and the elected officials there for decades on end have let them do it. They have given them the power. How did big tech get so big? Washington gave away the store. That's how they got so big. Washington subsidized Google and Facebook. Washington subsidized Twitter. And what are these companies, these other mega corporations, these multinational companies, what have they done to repay the favor? No, you know, they've shipped our jobs to China. They paid our workers poverty wages. They have violated all of the principles that we hold dear. That's what they've done. That's what these companies, that's what they live to do. And the left is just fine with it. Because the left and these companies together, these oligarchs, they can impose their agenda on the rest of us. And that's exactly what they're trying to do. So what are we going to do about it? I mean, that's the real question, isn't it? In this moment, in this moment of crisis, our country needs us to take a stand. In this moment of crisis, our country needs us to stand up and to say, we will not be ruled by giant corporations and the liberal elite. We will not be told what to do by these modern day oligarchs. What we need is a new nationalism, a new agenda to make the rule of the people real in this country. 
and give the people America back. Give it back to them. Give it back to you. No more ruled by oligarchs, ruled by the people. That's what we've got to do. And I can tell you how I would start. I would start by breaking up the big tech corporations. Just break them up. Break them up in the name of the rule of the people. For the good of the American people and our liberty, we need to break those corporations up and, and cut them down to size. You know what? The Republican Party, once upon a time, we were the party of trustbusters. You know what? I mean, we invented the concept, basically. It's time to reclaim that legacy. It's time to reclaim that legacy, and not just for big tech, but for all of the huge multinational corporations that have sold us out to China, that have sold out our workers, that have sold out our jobs. They need to be broken up, and we need to have free, fair competition in this country again. That's what it means for the people to rule. We've got to stand up to China and not allow them to continue to push us over, to take our jobs, to cheat on trade. We've got to put American workers first, not illegal immigrants. Can I just say, by the way, on that subject, just on the subject of immigration, you know, we get told all the time, oh, if you believe in, in a border, if you think that borders actually matter, if you think that citizenship actually matters, well, my, my goodness, I mean, you're a bigot. You're backwards. Can I just say, can I just try to enlighten our liberal friends for a second? We believe in borders because we believe in citizenship. And we believe in citizenship because we believe in America. <laughs> citizenship, you know, where I come from in Missouri, I grew up in rural Missouri, a small town right in the middle of Missouri. It's a working class town full of good folks working hard to make it every day. And I can just tell you where I grew up, we believe in citizenship because we're proud of it. We're proud to be Americans. And when you come to America, you join a family. And in this family, we stick up for one another. We protect one another. We believe in one another. That's what citizenship means. That's why it's worth protecting. That's why we need a border. Do you agree? I mean, that's what it is. And we've got to resist the attempts of the oligarchs to divide us. You know, they will only succeed at the end of the day. They will only succeed if we do nothing and if we allow ourselves to be divided. You can see what their strategy is. I mean, we saw it this whole last year. We heard endlessly from corporate media, from big tech, from the left, how terrible our country is. We heard that we are systemically racist. You heard that once or twice? We heard that the real founding of the country wasn't in 1776, it was in 1619 or whatever. You know, we heard that America is founded in lies and, and evil. I mean, that was, that's what we've been told. All of that is false. All of that is a lie. America is not a perfect place, but it's a good place. More than that, it's a great place. It's the greatest nation in the history of the world. And part of standing up to the oligarchs in tech and in the media and the liberals is reclaiming our history and saying it is good and we are proud to be Americans. We're proud to have, come in, to have lived in a country that started with nothing and became the greatest country in the face of the earth. 
We're proud to live in a country that liberated slaves, that liberated a continent that was under the thumb of Nazi dictatorship, that rebuilt the entire world after a world war. We did all of that. This nation did all of that. And are we perfect? Of course we're not perfect. It's like your pastor says at church. Have you heard this? He said, have you ever been to a perfect church? The answer, I mean, I haven't ever been, maybe you have. The answer is no, of course not. Why? Because it's full of people. You know, every church is full of people. America's full of people, but it's full of good people. It's full of good people who continue to seek the light and continue to strive towards that more perfect union. Now, my friends, it's up to us to stand up and to remind our fellow Americans of what we believe together, of what we love together, and to tell the oligarchs who want to rule this country that their day has passed, that we are going to stand for the liberty that our forefathers fought and died for, and we are gonna make it real again in this day. We can do it. We can do it. You know, it seems now in this moment like the oligarchs and, and their allies are so powerful, but the truth is, is that the strength of America is always in the unheard voices of its people all across this great land. That's, the strength is in you. The strength is in us together. And I just wanna close with a line I've thought a lot about, a quote from Daniel Webster, who in some trying years of his own that he knew, a trying time before the beginning of the Civil War, he used to end his speeches in the United States Senate by saying, union now, union forever. What he meant was is that for those who said that America's time had passed, that the country was hopelessly divided, that it was irredeemable, sound familiar? He said, no, union now, union forever. I just want to say, my friends, America now, America first, America forever. God bless you. It's great to be with you. Take care. Thank you so much. United States Senator Josh Hawley, Republican of Missouri, recorded in late February at the annual Conservative Political Action Conference. To subscribe to the Notable Speeches podcast, search for Notable Speeches in the podcast app you prefer. For a heads up on new episodes, follow us on Parler and Twitter at Notable Speeches. Your comments and suggestions are welcome. Email feedback at NotableSpeeches.com. Thanks for listening. I'm Joseph Slife.